It now appears that we know the main event for NXT TakeOver New York on WrestleMania weekend. Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. Today, we're going to be talking about the main event of NXT TakeOver New York. So, unless you've been living under a box this week, you might have heard the news that Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black and Ricochet were called up to the main roster this week and wrestled on Raw and wrestled on SmackDown. Now, people have been saying, is this an actual call-up? Is it not? To be honest with you, the what is probably going to happen is they're going to be wrestling on Raw and SmackDown to just so people know who they are and then it's probably going to be they're going to be called up after officially after WrestleMania but they're just they're basically just having them on the roster just so you get the gist of who people are for the people who don't watch NXT and then it sort of transitions them into the main roster for after the show at least that's what you would have thought until we basically found out what was going to be the main event of TakeOver in New York. Right, so let's get into it. This is the spoiler, so obviously you won't be listening to the show if you didn't want to be spoiled for the main event, so let's just get into it. So on the NXT tapings, the show opened up with Tommaso Ciampa, who basically interrupted Johnny Gargano, came out and said that he wanted to team with Gargano in the Dusty Rolls Classic, so at TakeOver New York, they can have their moment again at the top of the card, teaming together. Um, this segment ended with Johnny Gargano shaking Champa's hand. Um, now, they wrestled in a match. They won the match. And then I think they faced Alistair Black and Ricochet. Um, so this was on, I think, maybe the second week of tapings that they lost the match. No, it was on the third week of tapings, I think. They lost the match to Ricochet and Alistair Black in the semi-finals of the Dusty Rolls tournament. This was the final episode that was taped at these tapings. And the whole show ends, basically, with... Ricochet and Black defeating DIY. Um, DIY make their way up the ramp. Um, Candice LeRae shows up at the top of the ramp. But Tommaso Ciampa tries to throw Johnny Gargano into the LED board, just like he did at the TakeOver Chicago show pretty much two years ago now. But this was reversed and countered by Gargano as he could see it coming. And Gargano got the better of him. He destroys Ciampa. He absolutely annihilates Ciampa at the top of the, top of the ramp. Um... And then as Champa's body is on the floor, Gargano raises the NXT Championship, gives it a kiss and lays it down onto Maso Champa to close the tapings. So let's be honest, that can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. It's got to mean Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champa at NXT TakeOver New York. Um, basically, there will after these tapings, I believe there will be three more weeks of NXT TV to be taped. So in three weeks, I really, really doubt knowing Triple H is booking that they're just going to randomly have someone come out and challenge Tommaso Ciampa. There was nobody else on this show that was indicated to be challenging Ciampa at the New York show. So they're not, like I said, they're just not going to bring out some random competitor and have him challenge Tommaso Ciampa. So you're looking at Ciampa Gargano, was it match number four at TakeOver 
in New York. I think they had the match. They had. The, I was there live for the match last year at New Orleans, where you. It wasn't for a belt. It was just a main event. I think it was a street fight where Gargano defeated Champa over the course of the summer. They had another two matches where Champa got the better of Gargano. This has basically been over a two-year-long storyline where Gargano has been chasing the belt. It all started when he lost to. Was he, he lost to Cien Almas, or Andrade, as they like to put it, in that classic, classic match the night before the Royal Rumble last last year. Um, and then that basically started his chase towards the title. I thought they should have put the belt on Gargano that night, personally, but that wasn't to be. Since then, he's turned heel. He turned out to be the one who attacked Alistair Black. He basically reunited with Tommaso Ciampa towards the end of last year. But now, I think this has always been the plan to have... They, people have been reporting this for months that they were going to have Champa versus Gargano at the main event of NXT TakeOver New York. Now, the big, the swear ball that's been thrown is the fact that on Monday, they were what appeared to be called up to the main roster. Um, so, really, what where did they go from this? It's to say if they are actually both on the main roster, as it would you be 99% sure that they're going to be permanently on the main roster after TakeOver. Well, how do you do it? Do you know what I mean? What, who? One of them's got to walk out with the belt. So, and you'd assume it wouldn't make any sense for Champa to walk out with the belt. So, obviously, they could call up Champa and have Gargano have a couple of months reign or whatever in NXT. I think that's probably the best way to go about it. And I think that's possibly what they might do. Um, another note that I've noticed reading these tapings, Matt Riddle wasn't on these tapings. I'm sure there's a probably a perfectly fine reason for this. But I suppose if they wanted to call up Champa and Gargano and not have them win, either of them win the match at TakeOver New York, they could always throw Matt Riddle in there, make it a triple threat match and have Riddle come out as the champion. But everything, I can't remember a lead up to WrestleMania where everything is so up in the air. We basically, it's just like we, we, we don't know the cards for anything really. We've like, what, five weeks to go? We've got a few ideas of some of the matches. Obviously, Rollins against Lesnar and, well, Charlotte against Ronda, but we know the Charlotte Ronda singles match isn't going to happen. So basically, let's get into the story of how the four Gargano, Champa, Black, and Ricochet were called up. So apparently, last late last week, obviously, The Undertaker announced that he was going to be appearing at the AEW promoted event known as StarCast. For people who don't know, this is basically, if you've ever been to WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble weekend, they have an access. That is basically the gist of what StarCast is. So it is, people have been saying it's not a big deal that Undertaker is appearing on the show, I've said since the very start. This is a massive deal that Undertaker is on this AEW promoted event, StarCast. Vincent Mann, I said from the start, would be absolutely livid. I had people on Twitter say, no, he's doing loads of these. Well, bullshit. Vince was said to be absolutely livid at the fact that Undertaker had done this. And Vince reacted to this by getting four of the best. He basically said to someone he wants four of the best NXT guys on the show this week as he feels he needs to make new stars and he needs to make new stars fast. Now, to me... I. I've been. I was saying this to Martin of um, at AEW Podcast One Elite Talk that the fact that Vince has had to go to someone and say, "Look, I want the four best stars from NXT." I think it's criminal. People always joke about, "Oh, Vince doesn't watch NXT." Blah 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 blah. I'm sorry, but he should do. The guy is the booker of the main show, Raw and SmackDown. Half, over half of the people that end up on Raw and SmackDown come from NXT. He should know the characteristics 
of every single person on my NXT roster. It, I was saying to Mark, it'd be like the equivalent, right? I don't know, say an NFL or NBA, but we'll, I'll go for my example of our sport over here, football, right? Say, for example, I don't know, say in the summer, each football team usually brings in five or six signings over the summer, for approximately, unless you're Spurs. Anyway, the fact that the manager of that team wouldn't have any idea about any of the signings would be unthinkable. This The guy is bringing them into the team, so he needs to know everything about them. No wonder that none of these NXT call-ups don't work if Vince doesn't even watch the show. It is his damn job to spend one hour a week watching NXT so he can get the gist of how he should be booking these wrestlers when they get promoted to the main roster. I can't believe there's not a bigger deal mention of this. People say, oh, Vince doesn't have time for that. Well, I'm sorry, it's one of the main flaws on the WWE product at the moment is the fact that when these NXT guys get called up, Vince doesn't have a Scooby-Doo what to do with them. It's criminal that he doesn't know this. What and People say he doesn't have time. He needs to make time for this as he is messing up wrestler after wrestler that is being called up. I'll give you AOP, Bobby Roode, Nakamura. Nakamura's a star, so I still think they could have done better with Nakamura. And there's loads, loads of others. Um, the Ascension, Jason Jordan, Chad Gable. This list could go on and on of people that have been called up and he's not had a clue what to do with them. And all he'd have to do to be able to at least have an idea is maybe pull his finger out of his ass and watch NXT. At the end of the day, these people are coming onto his show. He should know everything about them. It shouldn't be a blank canvas when they get called up and he'll decide how to book them. There's got to be some continual stuff going on here. And the fact that Vince doesn't watch NXT... I just think it's ridiculous, to be honest. It's not It's not a big job for Panette. I raise a kid. I work a full-time job. I still manage to watch NXT. <sighs> but yeah, so another rumour. Sorry about that, Ram. But it does annoy me that the guy doesn't watch NXT when half of the roster is from NXT and half of them have been booked terribly. Look at Bailey. Look at Bailey for God's sakes. Do you know what I mean? Maybe he wouldn't have made such a mess of her if he'd pay more attention to his own product. It's in his own best interest that he watches it. If he can't be arsed watching it, just let Triple H book Ron Smackdown. Anyway, rant over. You might say I'm a dumb mark ranting on the internet. That's exactly what I'm fucking doing. Anyway, so the reports were that Triple H was unaware that Vince was going to be calling up these four NXT guys, which it must be so annoying for Triple H. He obviously books... Well, these builders, they, he obviously books his programs months in advance, which Vince could do to try and do himself. And to just have the four guys called up, he's building up this Johnny Gargano Champa feud. As we've said, that 95% sure Gargano versus Champa is going to main event the NXT TakeOver New York show. So he must have been livid to find out that Vince is calling them up to the main roster and having them wrestle on Raw and SmackDown as a tag team. I'm pretty sure, though, that that won't be happening after the turn at least, so I don't know how they're going to play this, as I say, what I likely think will happen is Gargano will win the belt at NXT TakeOver New York, he'll have a run on NXT for 4-5 or five months before dropping it to say a Matt Riddle, and then he will join Champa on the main roster, at least that's what I think will happen, Champa to be fair should be a heel on the main roster, but with them trying to look like they're re having a go at redoing the tag team division, it wouldn't surprise me if they are there as DIY. I tell you what, Monday Night Raw will be interesting to see if these guys are on the tapings. Um, so, yeah, so as I say, Triple H was unaware Vince was going to call up these guys. Um, 
the respective wrestlers, DIY, will class them as one. Alistair Black and Ricochet had a total of six matches on TV this week and won all six of them. And I'm telling you right now, there is no way that Vince McMahon books them to win all six if he doesn't want them on the main roster as of this minute. Ladies and gentlemen, these are call-ups. You might have Gargano in XT for a little bit longer, but I'm telling you right now, Alistair Black, Ricochet, Tommaso Ciampa are on the main roster. It is just what's going to happen. I think, although, spoiler alert, I think maybe you might have Alistair Black and Ricochet on the TakeOver show in a tag team match. I think they just... I'd love for him to give us Finn Balor against Ricochet at WrestleMania. It would really... Do you know what I mean? Sometimes with these call-ups, well, probably because they don't watch the product, it, they take ages to actually get going. Now, just have Ricochet go out there and kill it at WrestleMania with Balor. It'll make him. It'll make him. Um, so I've seen a lot of people shitting on the fact that they've been on, they're on the roster before WrestleMania because you usually have that big pop the night after WrestleMania, the SmackDown after WrestleMania. Now, I do agree that it is random. However... I think the fact of having them blend into the main roster while still being on NXT before the call-up is a big help. Because how many times do we see these wrestlers called up and they actually don't? It takes them about six months to get going. Do you know what I mean? You'll get called up in April and they might get into their first program, I don't know, October. Look at Cien Almas. Did nothing for six months and now he's in feuds and stuff. So I think it helps just merge them across. So I do think it is a good idea. Not every call-up has to have the big surprise pop. Although it's nice and stuff, it doesn't need to happen that way. So that is one of the positives of them being called up in this way. There is a lot of negatives, which I don't need to get into because I think you all know that. Um, so yeah, as I say, I think they'll be staying on the main roster. They'll probably finish their NXT duties at the WrestleMania weekend show. So yeah, that's it. That is basically all the talk that I have to say about um, the NXT call-ups. Obviously, the main headline out of it is Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship looks set to headline the NXT TakeOver New York show. And that's that. Um, I'm just going to quickly go through a few other notes of a bit of news. We've obviously got Fastlane coming up. I think it's on the 10th of March. Um, the Fastlane, we've had a few matches announced for the show. The main match that's been announced is Kofi Mania. Hashtag Kofi Mania. Yep, that's right. The fans have done it again. They've forced this match pretty much. At Fastlane, Kofi Kingston will get his one-on-one -on -one match with Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. Um, I think they have to do this, really. Although we'd all like Kofi to win, I think they're probably just going to have Brian win this match. There's been talk of Big E and Xavier maybe screwing over Kofi. I hope they don't do that. But, you know what I mean? You can have these wrestlers have, neither do they have their singles pushes. They don't have to do the big turn and stuff. Nobody wants to see a Kofi Kingston Big E feud. We like them to get on, just go separate ways, maybe, and then reunite. Not, not every stable has to end with a big turn although Vince McMahon doesn't see it like that so I think it's a good idea to do this match because if not they risk whoever faces Daniel Bryan at Wrestlemania and getting Kofi chance at them um, it's sort of like what they did do you remember when Roman Reigns was headlining Wrestlemania with Brock Lesnar everyone wanted Daniel Bryan in that match for the weeks before the weeks after the Royal Rumble everyone's chanting for Bryan so they booked Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan they had Roman beat Bryan clean in the middle of the ring and that was that there was no more Bryan chance after that storyline wise it didn't make sense so here I fully expect Bryan to retain the title against Kofi they might prove us wrong 
um, that the dirt sheets are saying that Brian will be facing a returning star at WrestleMania. Um, the names that have been floated around are Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, The Undertaker. But for me, my pick would probably be John Cena because you've not got a long time to build up this match. You've got three weeks after Fastlane to build up the match. You've got a ready-made storyline with Cena. They could bring some of the Bellas shit in, which I'm not sure if I'd want to see. We know that Cena and Brian will give us a great match. So my pick would be John Cena. I think that's what they would go with because the original plan was for Cena to face Lars Sullivan, but that didn't happen. So my pick would be John Cena. I think the Bray Wyatt match would actually make a lot of sense. Um, obviously with the Eric Rowan thing, so that's ready-made. So for me, I'd probably say it's between John Cena and Bray Wyatt to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, but they could throw a curveball in there with Kofi, but I can't see it myself. I can't see it. Um, other matches for the show, we've got Shane McMahon and The Miz versus the Usos for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. This is a rematch from Elimination Chamber. Makes a lot of sense. It's in the Miz's hometown of Cleveland. So I think, brace yourselves, I think we're probably going to see Shane McMahon turn on Miz as these two are scheduled to have a one-on-one match at WrestleMania. So I think the Usos probably retain... And Shane turns on Miz. I can't really see Miz turn on Shane in his hometown. But hey, it's WWE, so that could happen. Um, other matches that are expected to take place on the show. Sasha and Bailey versus Tamina and Nia Jax. Now, I've heard a lot of people say DIY versus Revival is expected to happen on the show. But... I, I, need, I wonder what the dates are. Because, obviously, Gargano's turned on Champa. Which... I think happens three days after. I think it's three days after Fastlane this happens. So it would leave the opportunity there to have the DIY versus Revival match on Fastlane and have um, Gargano's turning on Champa, obviously. But I think it's three days after. The next set of tapings are set for the middle of March. So I think you've got to go with that. So, yeah, DIY versus Revival for the Tag Team Champions is expected to happen. Obviously, they're probably not going to win the belts after they turn on each other, but who knows. Um, so, you've got Kofi versus Brian, McMahon and Miz versus the Usos, Sasha and Bailey versus Tamina and Nia Jax, DIY versus Revival, and we're basically, you've got to see Charlotte versus Becky because Becky needs to be added to that. So, really, it's quite a strong card. Charlotte versus Becky. Kofi versus Brian is quite a strong double main event. So, that is all your fast lane news. Um, another bit of news from this week that broke. I think Martin touched on it on the Elite Talk. Uh, Ty Dillinger announced in a statement that he posted on his Twitter on Tuesday that he had requested his release from WWE. Um, I'll read the statement out for you. He says... Before rumours begin to spread, let me set things straight ahead of time. This evening, I requested my release from WWE. In the past five and a half years with them, I've seen and done some wonderful things, blah, 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 blah. To the male and female locker rooms, coaches and producers, blah, 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 blah. I wish you all the very best and thank you from the bottom of my heart. So, Dillinger is looking to leave the WWE. Now, Dillinger teamed with Cody Rhodes, I think in... Uh, Flor FCW Florida Championship Wrestling so they have been tag team partners before the two are friends in real life so I think it would make sense obviously Dillinger wants to go to AEW um, Dillinger is 38 years old 
I think he requested the release on his actual birthday on Tuesday. But yeah, Dylan just 38, so he can't be sat in the background having an odd match on main event or whatever. So he's thinking, this is my last chance, so I want to make a go of it. They could have pushed. I was in the building um, at the SmackDown after WrestleMania 33, and the crowd are going crazy for Dillinger. And WWE, they didn't give a shit. They didn't capitalise on it. They just didn't really care. He was an afterthought, so you can't blame him. Um, for wanting to go to AEW, I think he does have a shot there of getting himself over. Obviously, he won't be able to use the Ty Dillinger of the Perfect 10 gimmick, but he does have a chance in AEW. He'll be leaving behind his partner, Peyton Royce. Make that what you will, but yeah, that's it. So Ty Dillinger is expected to leave the WWE. I think it's the right decision for both, really. WWE aren't going to do anything with him. So yeah, that's it. So just a bit of a quick show, really, today. I've give you some of the news. I've revealed the fast lane card. Well, what the expected fast lane card? We've talked about Ty Dillinger's release, but the main story, as we said, was Gargano, Champa, Black, and Ricochet all called up to the main roster. We've got, we've pretty much got your main event for NXT Takeover New York set in stone. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champa. The storyline looks to end in April at the Barclays Center. So another thing, these tickets for the NXT. Right, the secondary markets for the ticket prices, NXT is like two hundred and fifty dollars. I got my ticket for about a hundred dollars at the end of November, but I've got friends who waited to get their tickets, and now they're looking at down having to pay two hundred and fifty dollars. So, the t- secondary market tickets for this show are in fact dearer than the New Japan Ring of Honor show, dearer than WrestleMania on the secondary market. Um. So yeah, so that's pretty much it. The main topic of the show was the main event at TakeOver New York. We'll enjoy the build-up. Pretty sure that's what's going to happen. I'll be back maybe tomorrow for a special episode of the Wrestling Newspaper. Might be on Saturday, but we will be back. Elite Talk will be on Saturday. We've got two episodes coming this weekend. One of Elite Talk, one of the Wrestling Newspaper podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show. My nose is completely blocked if you're wondering why my voice sounds a bit funny. Oh, sorry about that. Um, So yeah, that was the show. See you later.